You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Welcome to Mario Teaches Typing! What's up everybody, welcome to IGN Game Scoop, or should I say, Was ist los, Leute? Willkommen bei IGN Game Scoop! <laughs> My name is David Hatfield, I'm your host, we're coming, for you, coming to you from Gamescom here in Germany, and today I'm joined by Destin from Podcast Unlocked. Hi everybody! And Seth from Nintendo Voice Chat. Me! And Danny from IGN Israel. Hi! Today, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What a show it is. We've got a great show for you this week. We are here on the show floor. The Microsoft, the Xbox booth is right there where people are waiting hours to see the first 15 minutes of a game that's out in less than a week. Yeah. Seems like a great use of time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Sonic or Sega's right over here showing off. Oh, um, what's, what's that one? Hyenas? hyenas? Who remembers hyenas? Of course. Yeah, they I help so. eat the dead animals that nobody else will. <laughs> I didn't But I have so. a great laugh, though. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of really interesting stories to talk about this week. We'll talk about some interesting elf, uh, developments with Xbox. We'll talk about the PlayStation Portal, another curious hardware device from Sony. But first, let's start in Seth's wheelhouse. Nintendo... Mario, yeah. Charles Martinet. Mario has lost his voice. Yeah, and he might not ever get it back. At least not the original voice, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'll be getting the original voice back. No, no, no. no. Charles Martinet, the original Nintendo voice. voice of well, Mario, yeah. There's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, but... Yeah. Hey, Paisano! <laughs> <laughs> In the world of video games, Charles Martinet has voiced Mario for almost 30 years. It's crazy. Anyone know what his first appearance was? It wasn't Mario 64. Mario teaches typing. That's right. That's exactly oh. right. If you look up the video on YouTube... It starts up right away. It goes, Mario teaches typing. It's much lower than what you would expect. <laughs> yeah, since Mario teaches typing, he's been giving voice to Mario. And now he's stepping away. He's going to serve as a Mario ambassador. Don't really know what that means. It's a, no, no one has been a Mario ambassador before in the history of human history. There's never been a Mario. Well, he's deserved to be the, the first one, actually, to, I guess to do yeah. it. Yeah. And he, he, he knows it. a lot of Mario. Yeah. He can do 
yeah. best publicity ever. You know, he's, I think he's 67, he's in his late yeah. 60s, so he's definitely earned, you know, mm. uh, a retirement. Hopefully it, it is like his decision uh, yeah. to move on and not being something that invited to leave by, uh, ushered out from Nintendo. <laughs> Who knows? I, I like how they handled it, actually. You think like, so? With the, with the okay. announcement and yeah. the, the videos about it and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was glad to see that they, they handled it with grace or as gracefully as they could, yeah. whatever happened. But they also said that there's going to be an upcoming announcement with Charles and Miyamoto. Oh. That's still forthcoming. Oh, wow. Oh. Don't know what that's going to look like. His last Miyamoto's is a voice of like closure? <laughs> it's going to be a closure project? Something Maybe, yeah. Like we're that? seeing Charles Martinet right here. Uh, he, of course, appeared in the Super Mario Brothers movie, not as Mario. That was Chris Pratt's honor. Yeah. But he appeared as a friend of Mario. And then I, I didn't realize this at the time. He, he was a voice of Mario's dad yeah. Yeah. in that movie. And the last line of that movie is Mario's dad saying, those are my boys. Yep. So that's pretty fitting. If that's his like, last line working for Nintendo, very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that does raise the question, who, who is going to be playing Mario going forward? What big shoes to step into? To have yeah. to uh, Nintendo, call me. Yeah. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> there, there's my reel right there. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea who would be like on the hook. For I mean, this. Nolan North, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Like Troy Baker. Yeah, Troy, yeah, yeah. He could do Baker. everything. It's me. <laughs> I just I can't even imagine someone else replacing him. No. It's the voice of our childhood. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so hard to imagine it. But in the end of the day, we always like his, his legacy will always stay in our hearts. Like, but it's right. like I, I believe that we can find someone that can imitate him. So it's like hopefully because mm. like all of us, everybody can do. It's me, Mario, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. but still, it's I think it's like it's hurt us just because it's kind of our. I don't know, a father uh, when we talk about it because we actually grew on him and on his voice and we really respect him. So hopefully we'll find someone that can fit well to those huge shoes that he left. Yeah, uh, it's like, so the, there's never been like a fully voiced Mario game. It's just little snippets of dialogue. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. little like uh, noises or it's me, here yeah. we go. <laughs> so that's why I always wonder like, do they just like hire him for like one weekend? And then just get get them saying a thousand lines <laughs> yeah. that they can just use whenever. So when yeah. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope comes out, they don't even need to bring him in. They just have this already. That okay, we need this line, this oh, line, okay. this line. Yeah, the Charles Martinet Library. Exactly. Of just yeah. Things that he exactly. Says. Yeah. I have believe you, they can use even AI right now because I heard it's a thing. That's what I wanted to ask about it. There's a conspiracy theory. Have mm. you heard about this, Destin? Well, a lot of voice actors are concerned about using AI yeah. to replicate their voice. So. I mean, so Nintendo has confirmed he's not Martinet is not in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. They haven't announced a new voice actor. The conspiracy theory is that they can use AI now, that they have this huge library of, of voice recordings from him. They can use AI. Just like we're going to be hearing uh, uh, Darth Vader's voice oh, going yeah. forward forever, even oh, though... Oh, wow, yeah. True. True. Yeah. That will evaporate any goodwill. I mean, I, might- <laughs> there's yeah, that, too. There's that too. There's One would hope Nintendo would have the foresight to realize that would not be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. With the actor strike too, I, I just I don't think that's the announcement that's coming. I would yeah. be very surprised. No, I don't think they're gonna. I mean, I don't think the they would make an announcement. I think they would just pr- quietly they would just do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, he wasn't just the voice of Mario. He's the voice of Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, Metal Mario, Shadow Mario, <laughs> Baby Mario, and more. What was Metal Mario's voice? I don't even remember. I don't. I don't Did he ever talk? Wasn't it just through like a like a vocoder, kind of like a little sound metallic? Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what to make about that. And I, the Mario Brothers Wonder is a big question mark because that's not far. It's two months away. Yep. Right? So they, yeah. I mean, it, 
if they didn't, they've already recorded someone else for it. If the, if, if Martinet is not in it, so. well, we've already heard sounds from the game too. So yeah, but I don't think I don't think in the trailer we heard Mario's voice, or huh. I, we did, no. and it sounded different, which is what caused people. to Oh want yeah, that. that's right. right. That, because everybody on right. Twitter was saying that. Yeah, that didn't it sounds sound a bit right. different. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not Chris Pratt, <laughs> so probably. So it's well, not Chris Pratt. So well, yeah, it's not Chris. It's Pratt. not him. Yeah, we know that. We know that much at least. It'll be interesting to see how this develops. But speaking of Super Mario Brothers um, Wonder, why the heck is this game not here at the show? Oh, yeah. oh what is going on? <laughs> Nintendo has a big booth. A big booth. Really nice big booth. They have a bunch of cool upcoming games. Mm-hmm. None of those upcoming games are here. What they do have is Mario Kart 8. You ever played Mario Kart 8? <laughs> you can play that over at Nintendo's booth. 1-2 Switch. Everybody yeah. 1-2 Everybody Switch. 1-2 Switch. Finally. And lots of Zelda. Lots of Zelda. Zelda's there. And Pikmin 4. Pikmin 4. All games that are already out. I feel like yeah. the Nintendo, they missed the memo missed of what it. this is supposed to be about. Yeah. Upcoming games. Yeah. Well, what happened? What happened, Seth? I don't know, but I, I went by the booth yesterday, and their lines were full of people lining up to play games that have been out some of them for like three months now <laughs> yeah. but like the the line for tears of the some kingdom of them for years now yeah yeah for, for like over a decade in the case of mario kart yeah. Yeah. Eight. but yeah i mean i they're here it's a kind of fun celebration of gaming and so they're just like oh we're nintendo we probably don't need to show off i don't know i think something happened i yeah. think so because they they made this announcement that they were returning to gamescom for the first time since 2019 it was very exciting they have this really nice big booth they have upcoming games, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Mario RPG, Detective Pikachu, a new WarioWare game, and then next I, year they have the Princess Peach and uh, Luigi's Mansion yes. Dark Moon. None of that is here. It's just all games that are already out. I thought for sure Mario RPG would be on the floor yeah. because there's yeah. like even indications on, at the booth that yeah. they're talking about it, but then nothing. I don't know what happened here. I think Nintendo Europe was planning uh, to have those games here, at least Mario Wonder, and then something happened where they had to change plans. Do you think maybe they were worried about the optics of like promoting a game during the strikes going on right now? Like maybe the new voice. Oh, of- everyone is promoting a game during the well, strikes. But Nintendo worries about those things a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Too much. Like, that's why Nintendo Online is horrible and still is, because they're worried that a kid might hear a swear word. <laughs> what if the first level is just like a disaster? <laughs> like, that's it's just why. riddled with bugs. Like, and after all this time, we really, we really screwed up the first level of Mario <laughs> yeah. Wonder, and we can't change yeah. it. So. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're not that confident. Like, they, they, I mean, the game is about to come out, yeah. and they're afraid about, like, everyone here, like, not be happy for the game, and then maybe it's not ready enough. So, you yeah. know, that the crowd here on Gamescom will, you know, spread and maybe say, you know, that game is not that of a wonder, you know. So it is a maybe they're just like taking the chance of not showing it and well, like it's a new it Super Mario game. They don't really have any sort of wiggle room to not for it to not be great. Yeah, like, the yeah. song has to be great. To your point, though, they are kind of perfectionists. So True. if something's they, even like they, a little off, they might just want to not yeah. show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They also have their Nintendo Live event next month. Yeah, right Seattle. up. Which I think True. is basically going to be what they have here. But uh, everyone nothing? speaks English natively, so that, right. that's the only yeah. big difference. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So again, not Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Nope, not going to be there. Mario nope, PG. it's just going to be tournaments and game, the games that you've already seen, hmm. and you get to meet Mario and Luigi, which is pretty exciting. Meet them. I yeah. met them the other day. Those really? guys, they're legends. They're really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you would think. Well, I, they'd eaten the mushrooms before I showed up. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um, one more bit of uh, Mario or Nintendo news here. Do you try those Mario Oreos? Yeah. You found those? Yeah. You're you able to find them? No, but I want them. You know what? So we, we, Me too. We have them in our household. Actually, our, my kid doesn't even care about them. He's like not interested. So oh, weird. I have to eat them all. Uh, oh, oh, no. 
there are there's a limited time deal with uh, Nintendo and Oreo. They've got these Mario cookies. There's 16 different designs on the mm-hmm. Oreos. includes Mario, Bowser, Princess Peach, Boo, Flower, Fire Flower, all that. But they're only available for a limited time. Oh. Yeah. Do, you, do you know where I'm going with this? That's why... They're going to be <laughs> extremely some, collectible. Some enterprising individual <laughs> has 3D scanned all of them. Oh, wow. And saved them yes. for posterity. Oh, my gosh. They've all been Great. scanned so that future generations can... Just 3D print cookies. 3D print, oh or just God. you could just even. There's a little video of them online that you can look. This is what was. This is the partnership that was between yeah. Nintendo and. Wow. Tell my grandkids about it. Yep. Wow, they can They're sell good. it like on eBay in like tons of money. Well, I don't. Like, and I don't packages, know. They, packages. Let's just they buy. Problem. <laughs> I don't know if you can 3D print food. I don't know how 3D printing works. I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Mr. Talita on Twitter. He said, "I've 3D scanned all 16 of the limited edition." <laughs> Mario Oreo cookies for preservation's sake. To make the cookies scan ready, I had to spray paint them white. They are now forbidden poison cookies. Oh, <laughs> no. Destin, you have some experience with cookies. Oh, yeah. Do you ever spray paint them white? No, never. Don't do that. Don't. Don't nope. do that. Don't. So long after the cookies are gone and the people who uh, uh, ate the cookies are gone, the aliens will be able to see, oh, they made... <laughs> They, Mario once these Mario and this must have been their currency. Yeah, this is their <laughs> currency. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash gamescoop. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, let's move on to Destin's Wheelhouse and Xbox. All right. Uh, in, in Microsoft's ongoing attempt to acquire Activision Blizzard, yep. CMA yeah. in the UK, the Competition and Markets Authority, remains the final obstacle that uh, Microsoft has to navigate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the sticking point for the CMA was streaming. It was, of all things. That's what they're worried about, the streaming. The streaming. Yeah. Uh, Simpsons meme, someone please think of the streaming. Mean <laughs> Girls meme, stop trying to make streaming a thing. Streaming's not going to happen. Uh, so now Microsoft has submitted a new, what is it, like a new proposal yeah, that sure. sort of narrows the... Uh, the rights that they'll have after if if the deal were to go through and the concession that they've made is just crazy to me yeah so ubisoft plus is going to be the platform where you can stream 
video games from... They will give the streaming rights for Activision Blizzard games to Ubisoft. Not give, actually. They will allow Ubisoft to purchase them. Yeah. So it's sort of a weird thing where, like, for a hundred million, Ubisoft gets it, and then they end up somehow making 120 million. I don't really know. It was really weird. I had to ask Phil Spencer about it during the interview because, like, I don't. Oh, get, you got to ask him about it. That's I, I, good. I don't get what you're doing here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, largely it's just about streaming rights, and it's to get this through the CMA. Now, yeah. the deadline for the the final extension is in October, and the CMA is the deadline's right around there also. So it's going to be interesting. Are they going to go past the point of no return with Activision, or is the deal going to end up going through before uh, that deadline is hit? What is Activision going to do? Like, are they going to rework it? But all parties on the Microsoft and Activision side seem to be working towards getting this thing through while making the regulatory bodies happy. Yeah, so then if, if the CMA were to approve it and the acquisition went through, Microsoft would own Activision Blizzard, but yeah. Ubisoft would be able to stream their games. The games. Yeah, that's or how even decide how they're streaming, because Ubisoft has the ability to license out to third parties mm-hmm. uh, under any business model of its choosing, including, <laughs> including, including buy-to-play, subscription services, any other model that may arise. So it might not even be through what Ubisoft Plus lives or yeah. cloud gaming. Maybe subscription to a bunch yeah. of games or monthly games. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of weird to actually focus on streaming right now. I don't think yes. it's, this is the way actually like actual gamers actually get their games. Maybe you know on, on the Xbox platform, of course. But I don't think this is what they need to focus on right now. No. But I think it's like it's the tiniest thing they try to get them like and to get them to to not make this true this acquisition. So I just think this is. I don't know. I'm I'm not getting that hyped because streaming is not that stable, basically, no. for now for gamers. So I'm getting my high hopes on that. So it's a, streaming is a very small part of the market still, which is True. what the CMA very just small. can't. The CMA yeah. doesn't True. seem to get that for some yeah. reason. It, well, they got their math wrong on the vertical foreclosure theory, which was like about the consoles, and then Microsoft's lawyers pointed mm-hmm. out to the CMA, "Hey, your math is incorrect here. Here's yeah. actually we would actually lose money <laughs> if we took it off of the yeah. PlayStation. That doesn't make right. any sense." Yeah. So they had to go through and revise their findings there and then they had their math wrong again so the CMA is not looking to rate and they're also on an island by themselves you know the FTC yeah. just got decimated in court yes basically and uh, then they just dropped everything in the US so now here's the CMA sitting out there we got to get those cloud streaming rights you know mm-hmm. the 1% of the market yeah. if that <laughs> Uh, it's it's totally bizarre. I think the CMA has sort of gummed it up and made the experience worse for the consumer. Mm. And their yeah. job is to make something better for the consumer. And I, I I just think it's it's created a very weird situation for them. That's true because if it goes through and and this situation happens now, anyone who wants to like, you know stream an Activision Blizzard game doesn't do it through Xbox where anyway. that lives. They have to yeah. go. Through Ubisoft, through Ubisoft. Yeah. maybe they don't want why? it. Why? Why do we need this like this middleman in the middle? Yeah. Like it's, it's so stupid. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is yeah. really stupid. Um, games industry analyst Ampere um, at or no at Ampere Pierce Harding Roll says Microsoft's willingness to do this deal suggests that the company is aware that streaming of games is likely to remain a value-added small part of how games are distributed and consumed over the next ten years. It's more important to build out its portfolio of games through the acquisition than hang on to streaming rights. Yeah, Microsoft doesn't care about. The streaming yeah. rights to these games right now. Right. Yeah. 
they're giving it out to everybody. They're like, NVIDIA, you can have it. Boostroid, yep. you can have it. Uvitas, you can have it. Okay, we need to give it to whatever. We don't care. Yeah. Like, this is such a small part of our business. Yeah. And in the court documents, they even said, every time somebody boots up a game, they lose money because it, like, costs yeah. more to stream it to yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, they're, so. they're running the game on their end, right? Yeah. yeah. It, when I initially thought this, I thought, wow, this is such a great deal for Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah. Ubisoft has yeah. been having yeah. a hard time lately, mm-hmm. having a hard time getting games out the door. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they are the ones that get to, like, sell streaming of Activision <laughs> Blizzard games. Uh, imagine being presented yeah. with that deal. He's probably like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds great. I mean, it does sound great. But then, remember, it's just a very small part. Right. Of, of, yeah. Of the, still like twenty million yeah, a year. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know how, what that means to a company yeah. like Ubisoft, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it is. True. Anyway, we'll see how that develops. We'll see if this is the final thing that convinces the CMA to allow the deal yeah. to go through. Well, can I ask the panel a question real quick? Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you, have you ever tried out streaming? Like I tried it on those Samsung TVs, I, and I actually find it really interesting. You just pair your controller and you go. Mm-hmm. True. I think some of the Nvidia yeah, streaming Nvidia is, is as pretty well. good. Yeah. So I am curious. What's this going to look like in five ten? Do we finally get the infrastructure yeah. necessary to make it a smoother experience, and yeah. then the market does increase? I just believe we can. In the next future, maybe we'll be able to, to stream games better. I just don't think we're in yeah. that point right now, no. because you know, I don't think the game we're going to run run smoothly. It's kind of fun, you know, in other, like let's say I'm like in the games or not that AAA games because like or just platformer games like 2D games. But when when you have a game that you need some, you know. Like great, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When you need like r- good performance, per- like I can't Wait. imagine myself right now playing on streaming right now. Let's say uh, the next uh, Wolfenstein or the next Doom. This is, this is impossible for me to imagine that. Same as I just think that Ubisoft is gaining more uh, points on that on that side than Xbox right now. They benefit from it more than Xbox. So Seth, how is uh, streaming AAA games on the Switch? Uh, <laughs> uh, I have not met. There's several games that are available yeah, that way. that stream from the cloud, but I've uh, never had a good experience streaming uh, video games to my Steam Deck to uh, or any device uh, whatsoever. So even though I have like super strong uh, connection, I have fiber, I have yeah. good Wi-Fi, and it's uh, just there's always like that little bit of delay. If you're gonna play like a turn-based role-playing game, yeah, like, uh, no. Do you big remember deal. Stadia? No, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. I, I was gonna, I was exactly. Gonna I mean, yeah. So. They were way ahead of their time, and mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't so far out. ahead that they irrelevanted themselves, and that's a <laughs> yeah. word I just made up. Irrelevant to themselves, I yep. like it. Yeah, we'll add it to the lexicon. Excellent, yeah. thank you. <laughs> There's more uh, Xbox news this week, which is also very surprising. Uh, now, apparently, Baldur's Gate Three can just come to Xbox this year. All this time, it's been a problem because they couldn't get the split-screen co-op working yeah. on the Series S. And Xbox demanded that games that were able to launch on both the Series X and S all along. But now, all of a sudden, no problem. We'll just let it out there. I wonder why. Huh. Wonder In my happened. interview, obviously. The interview That's I did right. with Phil. You, you're, and well, Phil's thank like, you. thank you, Destin. Destin's right. You, Destin. <laughs> Let's just get rid of the parody yeah. clause. So you're welcome, Internet. No, what happened here? Like, what do we? So basically, there's this parity clause with right. the Xbox Series X and the S, right? So, uh, Larian made the decision that we want split screen, and I think Xbox was saying it has to run the same way and have the same features that that X has on the S. And then all of a sudden, it didn't need to have that anymore. Right. So now all the press releases are, it's coming out sometime this year. Stay tuned. So they're just going to cut that feature from the Series S version. Yeah. No. No local split screen co-op on the Series S. Like, that's the only feature it's losing. You can still do multiplayer. You can still online co-op. Yeah, 
I first of all, I don't understand why that's an issue. Divi- or Larian's other games, Divinity, Original Sin One and Two, has split screen co op mm-hmm. on Xbox. I don't, yep. All of a sudden, I'm now in Baldur's Gate Three. It's impossible on the Series S. I'm not a game developer, but it just seems strange to me that that's that's what it was keep yeah. holding it back. It does. I don't really get <laughs> it. It's either. kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But what does this mean for all other developers? Now, other developers are gonna be like, well, hold on, does my game have to run perfectly on both I, Series X and S? Exactly. I wonder if like maybe Xbox was just hoping something like this would happen because I think that clause is a little bit. But Xbox is one that. Enacted that clause. I know, but I'm saying, like, I think that they kind of painted themselves now, into now, a corner, and now okay. they found an out with it, and they'll be like, yeah, I guess we let Baldur's Gate through. Like, everybody else, it's fine. So. Or maybe it's their way to promote this, the Xbox Series X more than the S, and this is, like, the way to actually promote it. We cannot know, actually, because it sounds so weird that you can't run the same game on the S because yeah. they don't have that much of a difference, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That much. We know the differences, but not that much for them not to be able to run it as on the X. So. Yeah. It's, it's about that feature of split-screen co-op, and I think it's because if a player is looking over there and another player is looking over yeah. there, maybe it's like too much rendering, so oh. yeah. the frame rate yeah, dips frame into the yeah. 20s, and it's just not the experience that the developer is happy with. Sure. So if they drop that feature, then it's good to go. Like, we know Baldur's Gate 3 can run on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Like, I was playing it on the plane. It's, it's fine. I hear Act 3 gets messy, but... It has the ability to do that on that device, so there's no reason the Series S shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to handle it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Let me answer this. If Baldur's Gate 3 were not on PlayStation 5, would Xbox have made this concession? If, like, if it were only a PC oh. game, would Xbox have made this concession? Was it still coming to Xbox? Well, it, no, it's, it's, the scenario is the it's same. It's a good one. They're having trouble getting it working on Series S, yeah. so Xbox won't allow it. But it's not on their, comp- their you know, direct competitor's console either. Hmm. In that case, I don't think they would. No, have I don't through. think so. Either. Yeah, but me it's, too. Yeah. It's arrived. It's this huge deal. No one really expected yeah. it to be this big, yeah. and it's out in just a week on their biggest competitor's platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel. No, sorry. Well, there's also the Forza news, where Forza announced that the game's not going to launch with split screen. Yeah. So <laughs> that feature seems to be a, a challenge for some reason for Series S, and I don't know why. Yeah. It feels like like they're just like raising their hands. We have it too. We yeah. have it too. Come to us. You can play with us. Oh, but by the way, you can't play it on the S. So yeah. you need to buy the X. Just saying. This is how it feels. Like it feels so weird, but I don't know. But it's just one little mode, and yeah. like the the number of players that actually utilize split screen. Yeah. I know players love majority. it, there's but it's like it's a low percentage. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's a, exactly there's not a lot of people that are going to play it like couch co-op right now because basically it's more like at least on PC it's more like a viable online if you're going to play it with someone so you don't need a split screen. Mm-hmm. But let's say that a friend comes over, you're actually going to sit down with him and play on the couch co-op of Baldur's Gate. I mean, it's like I, yeah. at least I, I'm not sure. I would like to play it more online with my whole screen involved because maybe it's just like I have the ADHD I just like seeing someone else's screen I'm just like this yeah. so, <laughs> I was like it's funny though but, but I rather to explore this game on like I don't know in a full screen but again I, I can understand the couch co-op on that game specifically mm-hmm. have you been playing Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. good game I'm still in the first act but I have been and then I there was this event Gamescom that I came to here? Yeah. Oh. yeah so I had to stop yeah you like it though? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. It's really good. Like I'm a huge fan of uh, Bioware games and Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bioware actually did the original Baldur's Gate one and two. Yeah. So I play this, and it was like, just this. It's like what I wanted those kind of games to evolve towards, mm-hmm. and they never got there. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, here's Baldur's Gate three, and it's it's feature complete. There's 
no weird cosmetic microtransactions in the yeah. game. So it, it was really just so refreshing to just have this come out of, seemingly out of nowhere. It was in early access for three years. Yeah. And the developers utilize that feedback to like really strengthen the product. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm just ecstatic about Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I'm going to play it on PS5. Yeah. Right. 12 days. Uh, not that long, right? Isn't it the 6th? Yeah. Is, like, is that 12 days in the way? They just tweeted okay. 12 or 11 <laughs> right, well, days. Then I believe, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I believe it. Okay, and finally this week we arrive at Sony, PlayStation, and the PlayStation Portal. Mm. Boy. Un Speaking of streaming, this is their, uh, what, yeah. was, what was the prod the code name for this one? Oh. This year. I don't remember the code mistake? name. Mistake? Now, the, code, the project <laughs> mistake. That's what it was. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Wasn't it yeah. Project Q or something? Yeah, something like yeah. that. So this is, you know, we're seeing it here. This is their uh, little streaming device. It's 200 bucks, and it's just a screen with a DualSense control on it that lets you stream your PlayStation 5 games to this device. It yep. does not run any games natively. It nope. has no memory inside it. It's nope. The you PS5. can already do this. What's up? You can already do this on your phone, too. I know you can. Yep. I know yep. Yeah. Yeah. The PS5 will run your games. It will stream the video of it to the portal. Yeah. Uh, I don't really see... It just seems... Like, what problem is this solving for people? Uh, when you're well, like, ah, oh, this game looks so good. I wish I could play it on a much smaller screen yeah. than my 4K TV. I mean, like, I yeah. guess if there's, like, you know, you have people in your house, someone's using the TV, okay, you could still yeah. play your... PS5 this way, but it's again, it's the whole streaming and yeah. latency issue. Exactly, yeah. that's the problem. I can't imagine it even happening, but I, uh, of course, I'm going to get it just to try it. But like, the only way <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play it. is like when I'm I'm always falling asleep in front of my control, like when I'm gaming. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll go to my bed and just like keep playing it on my bed, the game, and just like fall asleep on my bed. It's like it's better than on the couch. But I just can't imagine myself like having like a full session of eight hours grinding a game just because the latency and again. Come on, I have PS5. Why should I play on 60 uh, frame from, like FPS when I have the PS5 uh, with best resolution, with the best TV? Uh, but but it's cool, you know. It's kind of a, it's it's a great gimmick for PlayStation lovers, for PS5 fans, uh, uh, if they want to have the whole gear. And you know, it's a thing. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a great gimmick. Though again, we were talking about streaming. So basically, you need to have great network at home. I'm not sure how it's going to work on other network when you're going out because they're saying that you can actually play on other networks. But still, yeah, I'm not getting my hopes up. Uh, I still need to try it, but worst case, I believe that the next gen, again, uh, maybe will be better, but you know what's fun? Fun fact, we're going to call it PSP now, because well, it's going to be like, yeah. Yeah, there is that. PlayStation Portal, come on. Uh, but I think people would rather just have a new yeah. handheld that can natively run games. Yeah, yeah. a thousand percent yeah. when this you know, leaked out. Everyone was losing their minds that PlayStation was going to make a, a portable device. Everyone True. Like, yes, it's coming back finally. <laughs> Me too. And then they made this. <laughs> like, wah, wah. At, a, at a time when... Right. So, like, ROG Ally, is that streaming stuff? Uh, well, no, that's like yeah. a native Windows yeah. computer. I mean, yeah. you can stream so, on it, yeah. Same with so, the Steam Deck. Like, it's a really yeah. good one. And the Steam Deck. So you have these other competing products out there right now that do what people were hoping PlayStation would do. Yeah. And then PlayStation is like, nope, streaming only. It's just <laughs> such a bizarre decision to make yeah. and it just feels like Wii U level time. That's exactly yeah. what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, at least uh, you, it's going to be easy to adapt it because it's the same as the DualSense basically. You know, the grip and you have adaptive Adaptive, uh, it looks nice. Yeah, and it looks nice. It's Again, it's a cool gimmick to have, and if you're a PlayStation fan, you're going to love to have it, just to show off and to say, yeah, I have uh, the new uh, you well, know, PlayStation Portable. So. Theoretically, you could take it with you. 
because you just need your PS5 at home on Wi-Fi, and then you can you go wake so. it up as long as you're on good Wi-Fi. But like here in Germany, our at our hotel, the Wi-Fi is awful. We could mm-hmm. not use Great. this thing at our. It would be useless to us at yeah. the hotel yeah. we're staying at. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's the question of battery life. So it's just a dual sense oh. split in half of the screen. The middle. right. They they don't even the, commit to that. In, they said uh, that no, they said the battery life was as good as the controller. So bad. Is, oh, so yeah, it's bad. bad. So it's bad. That means it's bad. <laughs> The haptic feedback will kill the console. It's yeah. always like after two hours or three, my my remote like yeah, my controller is my out. Dual sense. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the fact that you can't use your like existing Pulse headset with it. No Bluetooth. No. There's no Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah. Which only is, their proprietary. So there's a the new thing. like yeah, what PlayStation yeah. Link is oh, their yeah. new yeah. tech. And then they have a new headset. Oh, it looks mad playing it. New, <laughs> <laughs> new headset, new earbuds. So you would have to buy a brand new headset to use them with this thing which oh, already costs $200 it's so strange genius. yeah they're I want genius. I want to love this hardware too like I it looks cool I like the idea of the controller being built in there I I would love to be playing God of War but just like the the, the fact that it's streaming is just like yeah that's why? the color for me I'm not interested yeah. in streaming games like you could literally put a flash card in it or an SD card in it yeah. and oh, right. install some games mm-hmm. and go it's You're just right. it's just such a strange decision to me yeah a switch light is 200 bucks yeah. Right. Now, a Switch Lite can't play God of War, but it can play Tears of the Kingdom. It can play yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. And it Kingdom. plays it natively. Yeah, it, and it <laughs> plays a billion indie games yeah. that are amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For 200 bucks, I don't see the value proposition here. No. no. Okay. While I have you here, three cool gamers that are not on GameScoop that often, I want to know what your game of the year is so far. Oh. Danny. Woo. Um... Well, it depends. What, uh, okay, the question goes both ways. It's oh. the game that I think that maybe will win, and the game that I want. Oh, yeah, your your game. Your, your game. My game. So I think uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. A beautiful game. Usually, I'm I'm not hardcore uh, gamer of Nintendo. More like PS5, Xbox. More like on consoles or PC, whatever. Just like less, uh, uh, you know, portable or a better to play game like more, uh, you know, more live and. Mm. Anyway, so I think this game was incredible, uh, amazing sequel, looked incredible, and I can't wait to see even another sequel, but again, on um, next-gen console, of yeah. course. Uh, beautiful story. Again, it's perfect 10. Uh, I can't even explain, and I think if, uh, if I were playing, if there's another game that I think maybe will take it, I think it's Diablo 4. Uh, the hype. The hype is insane, yeah. and it, it's a great game. I really loved it as well. Yeah, I think until recently, this seemed like a shoe-in for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Seth? Where do you come down on this? this oh, yeah, it's still going to be the game okay. of the year. Okay. Yeah, all the, I mean, like... you. Oh, you're saying it is not even just for you. No, yeah. it's going to be everybody's game yeah. of the year. Okay. No, and, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I got to say it. Yeah, it's like it depends what we want and it's, what's going I to happen. I know that Destin was going to say that it is yeah. his personal game of the year. But, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, there's a little bit of people saying that maybe Baldur's Gate 3 is the yeah. game of the year. But I think yeah. that's recently biased because... Uh, uh, twi- or, excuse me, I don't know why I keep calling it that. Tears of the Kingdom yeah. is the best game ever made by humans in the history of time. Wow. Um, it's a whole different okay. level of video game design and gameplay, and I think it's maybe one of the most important games ever released. Mm. And it's perfect, and I love it. And I, <laughs> I want my ashes spread in that version of Hyrule. <laughs> in Hyrule. Uh, well, Dustin, what do you, where do you come down? You, you have a different so, feeling. I agree that Tears of the Kingdom is a phenomenal game, and I think it is definitely in the running for game of the year and i think the only game that has a chance to give it a run for its money is Baldur's gate 3 and i think that's because it also has done something that is very important for the industry it has shaken it up and Mm -hmm. said hey look 
you can still make games like this. This genre is not dead. You can still release feature complete games and be tremendously successful. And I think that is one aspect of what Baldur's Gate 3 has done that has really got people thinking across the board, like the people with the money hats at these game companies (laughs) are really thinking, huh, Maybe the model has skewed too far in one direction. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it is time for an inflection point in the game yeah. industry. I, I will but say, technologically, what Tears of the Kingdom did is, it's insane. It's mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that I don't have any friends who aren't into games who are like, oh, I'm so hooked on Baldur's Gate 3. But all I have a lot of non-gaming friends who are like, I just played Tears of the Kingdom for 100 hours. I've never done that before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tears of the Kingdom is also feature complete at launch, Dustin. Yeah, that's true. Both of these games I give, like, this is a tough one for me to consider as we go into the end of the year. Yeah. But selfishly, I feel like Zelda has won so many awards time and time and time again. I would love to see Larry and take it. Yeah. So selfishly, I would like to see Baldur's Gate 3 take it. And I think they have a chance. So you you were always rooting against Tom Brady, like he already has five. I, I always root for the underdog. Okay, that's I'm, fine. I've always been like that. This, uh, that's but it, and it's not to disparage Tears of the Kingdom. I think yeah, Tears yeah, of the yeah. Kingdom no, is, no. is it a phenomenal, amazing experience. I like just the first time you hop on the glider and sl- and fly down to mm. the world. It's it's really breathtaking and yeah. an yeah. impactful moment. And then you start building stuff in the world. Like yeah. All right. that stuff is really, really cool. It's the best. Yeah. True, I could definitely see uh, Baldur's Gate take this actually game of the year as well because you see the hype around and when it's going to get to consoles as well, mm-hmm. well, it's going to give a great competition yeah. for both games. True. Yeah, I would, I would, if we were voting today, I'd vote for Tears of the Kingdom, uh, but I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3 yet, so I look forward to it. And there's still more, you know, there's a lot of well, promising looking games still to come in the year, too. It could launch on PlayStation 5 and be rocky. Yeah, we can, see, yeah. The, we can see the Starfield gigantic booth over there, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to get your thoughts while I had you here. And that brings us to video game 20 questions. Danny, do you know how this works? Uh, kind of. Okay, you know the game 20 questions. Yeah. I'm thinking of something. You have 20 yes or no questions to guess it. Well, the thing is a video game, so you have a head start. So we're gonna already. say yes, no, yes, yeah. no, till we yeah. get it. Okay. Till you get it. Well, it's, you, it's hot and cold. Right? Well, you have you have 20 <laughs> questions to get it. In. Our suggestion this week comes from Sean Girth. Let the questioning begin. Was this game released before 1999? No. Okay. Okay. So it's a post-millennial game. <laughs> uh, is it on consoles? Yes. Next-gen consoles. What's what's the next gen console? Current gen, maybe. Like like uh, mm, 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 like more like PS5 on Xbox. I mean, it doesn't an old console. Give me a yes or no question. How do you want to answer, ask the question? Uh, what are you trying to find? Is out? this game on current gen console? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. It's better. Better. You did it better. Mm. I'm, I've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> I've only lost <laughs> once. Sting. Um. Does the main character wear a hat? No. Ooh. Okay. Is it on current gen consoles via some sort of backwards compatibility or something? No. Okay. 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 So this is a modern game. Yeah. Okay. Is it a single player game? Or yes. Okay. Okay. So modern mean, single player game on current gen consoles. Is it Link, on? Link wears a hat, right? Link wears a hat. Yeah. Oh. Is it an exclusive? To one console game. Yes. Aha. Oh, oh, right. Okay, okay. So it's exclusive to either Nintendo Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation. PlayStation. When, when, 
Hat means helmet also. <laughs> Doesn't wear a helmet either. Oh. <laughs> Any sort of headdress. Yeah. <laughs> the hat All is right. a critical hmm. question to ask. Do you ride a horse? No. Ooh, do you, do you play a singular protagonist or multiple? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So so no horse character. riding. No horse riding. No character. So. Yeah. It's not Halo. It's not Zelda. No. You play a single character. It's not Red Dead because you wear a yeah. cowboy hat. Cool. Uh, it's maybe modern thing, like modern or futuristic. It's a single player. I try and think of like. I think Sam always asks like the question. Sam always oh, has like the ones that are really bad. good at like delineating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think or like Justin, of the, a question that Sam or Justin would ask right now. Uh, let's see. Is it so? It's a console exclusive. Uh, oh man. Is it exclusive to the PlayStation Five? It's exclusive. Well, it's exclusive to in that in that sense. Yes. Let's just say yes. That's so it's exclusive that's to 10. PlayStation. That's ten. It's a PS5 exclusive. <laughs> So it's PS5, PS, it's PlayStation exclusive, which makes me think that it's with a little what? bit of... Uh, God of War, he doesn't wear a hat. Uh, no, he doesn't wear a hat. He doesn't even have hair. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Oh, that's another one. But you, there are a lot of hats you collect in Yeah, yeah I'm, because you have some of them. I'm a big hat. Originally released PS4, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. It's hard. Is it a first-party game? No. No. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. oh, great. Good, good one. Okay. That was a good question. Oh. So that just rules out a bunch of... I'm really... <laughs> I have no like, idea. How many questions are we on? You've asked 11 questions. We've asked uh, 11. Is the protagonist is a male or a female? Like, is it a female? No. Ah, okay. okay. Great. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Okay. Good one. So, it's, so it's, a, it's a guy. It's male a protagonist. Yes. Male protagonist, not first party, but it's exclusive. Non-first party, but it's exclusive to PlayStation. That's a tricky, tricky one. one. But it's probably so obvious to everyone at home. I'm sorry. Final Fantasy. The Final well, Fantasy. Well, that male protagonist. But there's more than one. Is it a Final Fantasy game? Yes. Is whoa! It Final whoa! Sixteen. How uh, did you I just want to remind that? you: if you guess the wrong game, you lose. So, you, <laughs> so it's a Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Okay. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's well, you have a few like you have. Final Fantasy exclusive to the PlayStation. Sixteen is console exclusive, next gen only. Uh, so we could ask, does it have the number 15 in its name? No. Why didn't you say 16? Because <laughs> <laughs> now we've narrowed it down. Oh. Oh, but wait a minute. Yeah. Well, What's that other some, one? There's probably another some Final other Final Fantasy, Fantasy pixel adventure or something. No, that one's on everything. Wasn't there that one Final Fantasy Origins or something that was like the events before the original Final Fantasy, but I don't remember if that was on... That was multi-platform. That was multi-platform? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to just say... Should we just go? With well, we have a few more. Does it have the number 16 in the title? Nope. That's oh. 15 questions. All right. Okay, what is it then? It's a Final Fantasy game that's exclusive to PlayStation. But it's not first party. But it's not a numbered PlayStation. Oh, that's what we should ask if it was a numbered PlayStation. Or a numbered Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy VII. Does it Remake. Is the number oh. 7 in the title? Yes. Oh! All right. So it's got to be so Final Fantasy oh, 7. So Final Fantasy 7. I wasn't sure yeah, what to say. Oh, my Fantasy gosh. Oh, my remake. God. Okay. <laughs> Nicely yeah. job. Nicely okay. Job. Almost got us. So yeah. it's released on PS4, but then Final Fantasy 7 integrated yeah. PS5 game. Yeah. Also on PC, but a console exclusive. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. 
Yeah. Did it. And it was wow. real. Did it. Nicely job. You don't need Sam's help. You, the power's within you. Yeah. It was in me all along. It was. I feel like Damon went easy on us and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, well, because we were in Gamescom, I was like, maybe it's like Die Strumpf zwei, <laughs> like the Smurfs yeah. game sequel, but. I don't know too many German games. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Th you know the Smurfs, so. Did you get to play any games while you are here? Play, yeah, I played a lot of Pikmin 4 in my hotel room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Besides, we could also 4. play at the Nintendo booth. Yeah, there's yeah. a line, uh, though. No, like, you know, I, it, it, people at home who, like, watch our live show, I'm basically in here and we're having devs on and, like, looking at their games and talking about them. But not, I'm not going to the show for them playing a lot of games. Is there anything you saw that blew you away? Blew me away. That's a little... That's Got a you little, excited? Like, there's a cute game called Axolotl where you're a little... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, it's called AK Zolotl. You're the lizard Axolotl with an AK. And it, it looks oh. like it's got sort of like an Enter the Gungeon vibe. That game's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in terms of you know, like big games, this is a little bit, uh, you know, the, the show's a little bit tempered. Yeah. A lot of hands off. Yeah. yeah I, like I saw like, Forza, that was cool. Yeah. Saw Starfield, that was cool. Couldn't play it. I would have been excited if Super Mario Bros. Wonder was here. That, yeah. would, we wouldn't have been able to move. This place that's, would have been so That's kind of what I thought I was going to get to see. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. A little disappointed. What about the house down? Wait, say that again? Would have brought the house down. I would have, it would have brought the house down. If Super <laughs> yeah. Mario Wonder were here, this would have been like the Gamescom that everyone talked about forever and always. Yeah. Like that's when it, you know, went from the biggest gaming convention in the world to an even bigger biggest gaming convention in the world. Yeah. I do think though that in, in the not too distant future, you'll get some hands-on impressions on IGN to come. No, not too distant future. I hope so. Yes. Hope so. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me on our stage here. Destin, sure. Danny, Seth, it was a pleasure. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always send your 20 questions, suggestions, or your questions to me at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. Thank you to everyone working behind the scenes here in Germany to make this episode possible. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.